How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks with my co-star this season, killer Chrissy Cullen. How are you doing, Chrissy? Hey, Brad. Doing good. How are you doing? Good. Chrissy and I were just going over some last-minute topics, so we're going to wing this uh, episode today. Uh, so I think we are going to go with the topic of working through injuries. We are both currently working through some of those ourselves, myself, probably a bigger case, but there's no case too small. And with a lot of our clients currently have some or just in the past and, uh, you know, how to go through those, what are, uh, what are some of the things that, you know, other uh, factors, outside factors are saying like doctors and chiros and, and whatnot. So what, uh, let's, let, let's have you start, Chrissy. It's your topic. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I think first of all, it really sucks to be injured or in chronic pain. Oh, it just God. it is what it is. Yeah. And the the less time you can spend dwelling on it or feeling sorry for yourself, the better. So once you get past that initial injury and you can kind of like see with clarity, then it's time to think, okay, how can I keep working um through this injury? Uh I think both both you and I have had some injuries while we we're in athletics or or being competitive. Um, so that's a different ball game. But I think for our listeners that are over 40, we're not in that boat anymore. So chances are, maybe there's some chronic pain that you're dealing with. So um, it's important to know that like, you know, if you have a knee injury, that you don't have to quit going to the gym just because your knee is injured, you can still go in there and do leg exercises where you're laying down, you can do core exercises and upper body exercises. And of course, it's very important to get checked out by your doctor um, or a physical therapist or a chiropractor because you want, you want a professional to let you know, okay, this is your diagnosis. This is what you're dealing with. This is what's safe to do. This is, a, this is what's not safe to do. And that way you can, you can move on and actually do exercises. You don't have to just sit at home and yeah, exactly. Junk food and gain weight. Yeah. And, that, and that's my thing is if, uh, you know, if your lower body is injured, you know, why are you giving up on your upper body? Why would you, you know, it take, it takes so mm -hmm. much time to, to build up what you built and same thing for your lower body and like your knees. Okay. Yeah. You got to tone those down. So if you got a knee injury, but you're cleared to do some stuff. Okay. Well, there's some other leg exercises, mostly body weight probably that we can do. Um, or just, you know, do your leg exercises like personally with my spinal injury right now that I just had a recurring uh, herniated disc, I'm going through therapy. So I'm basically using therapy as my, you know, leg day, working on the smaller muscles and to fatigue and stuff you should be doing even when you're healthy. Um, but I'm not giving up on my upper body, you know, I'm not going to let it waste away because it took so much time getting up there. And to tell you the truth, at the end of the day is kind of the worst for me. And I'm almost to the point where I'm crawling on the ground. I don't know what the hell I do without upper body strength. And, you know, I have a, a client currently going through some spinal issues herself and she doesn't have much upper body strength. Um, so her, her, her life is a lot harder than mine. So I count my you know blessings on that, but I'm trying to help her, you know, achieve that while same thing, her therapist is working on the lower half. So we're kind of neck and neck uh, with our therapy right now. Yeah. And I can remember too, when I was in college, I had, I broke my ankle. So I lived on campus and um, I was like, well, I, I still like exercising. So I would just 
crutch myself over from where I lived, do like a three quarter mile walk over on my crutches to the gym and then just kind of like grab some weights or have, have a friend come with me and help them grab me some weights and just park it on a bench and do a bunch of upper body exercises and, and core exercises. And then gosh, my, you know, my arms at the end of that trying to crutch back home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rough, but you make it work. And, yeah. But uh, bruises will heal. Bruises will heal. <laughs> bruises will heal. And then I, you know, did physical therapy for, for it. Now I'm, you know, back to almost a hundred percent. So it's possible. You just have to kind of like bear down and, and grind through that time. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's go through some possible injuries that we've seen over uh, the course of personal training. Uh, probably starting with, I guess, like planners we see a lot or ankle injuries. Okay. So we, we have to take the load off them so they can still do like recumbent bike. Uh, we used to have like this Viper rope that got you some good upper body cardio, but for leg exercises, you know, we put them on the leg extension, leg curl, anything where we just take their weight off their, you know, the ankles, um, a lot of banded exercises. So you could still get, uh, and even glute exercises, you know, without putting too much pressure on, on the actual foot or ankle. Um, so those are the ones I've seen. You have any more comments on the, that the foot or ankle? Yeah. Yeah. Plantar fasciitis, uh, I think it's really important to stretch your calves out. I think a lot of times it, it's so tight and flared up and painful because your calves are tight. So just working on stretching those out, just, you know, going against a wall, sticking your leg back and holding it for 20 seconds, doing it a few times and just continue to do that throughout the day. And then if you have a tennis ball or whatever, you can, with, with just a sock on or a barefoot, roll your foot around on a tennis ball and that can help alleviate some of the pain. But like you were saying, there's so many leg exercises that you can do and leg exercises that you can do that are going to help um, heal that injury as well. So you can, you can just lay down on the mat and do like leg raises, bridges, single leg bridges, sideline leg raises, yeah, hamstring ball curls with a yoga ball. Um, and, and like another one of my, my clients is a, she's an avid runner. She's done marathons over the years. So she's at the point now where her knees are just bone on bone. So, but, but what she comes to the gym for to train with me is to help grow her butt. So she wants yeah. like a nice, you know, <laughs> a nice booty. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, well, we can't just, you know, not do anything because their knees are a little messed up. So we, we get in there. We've, we've, we've kind of learned that um, the unilateral exercises are a little harder for her to do. It usually causes some knee pain. So we just, focus and that's more like the single leg stuff so instead of doing lunges and single leg squats and that sort of thing we do um squats seem to be okay and she just really has to focus on her form keeping her knees over her ankles if her knees go over her toes it's like instant pain we avoid the the knee extension machine the leg extension machine because that one causes a little pain but we can do hamstring curls we do the leg press yeah we can do like wall sits and sumo squats and deadlifts and single leg deadlifts so there's still plenty of exercises that she can do even though you know her knees are not what they used to be when they're when she was younger yeah and then uh with like knees and ankles um like moving up going to the knees you already touched on mm -hmm. i mean once once some of the pain is inflammation pain's gone maybe it's not too serious and you've done some therapy on there maybe you can graduate to the knee braces or the kt tape and start maybe doing uh, body weight squats, lunges, balance training, and you know start stepping up the program that way. 
um, plus all the other exercises you said, basically still doing on a mat. Um, but there is hope of building back up to do some type of uh, weight load bearing exercises, you know, to get, you know, some muscle size on you. You know, for, right. for for a lot of guys, you know, we we need to get back to you know some of our you know strength and power. And there's there's hope. There's you know you're probably not looking at 100% max weight anymore, and you shouldn't. Even as you age, you shouldn't be doing that anyways. But you can still get back to a comfortable uh, working load. And you know, one of the things you don't want to do is like you touched on the leg extension leg curl. A lot of therapists hate those machines, but you know, I don't see a problem throwing those in every now and then. It just can't be your your main focus every week to do the same thing. And that's what we preach is, you know, different exercises, never get stuck in the same rut. Plus it's better for, you know, shocking your body just for weight loss and, you know, to, to get more out of it anyways. Yeah. I, I, I think a good rule of thumb is if you are, if you're having pain, specifically pain in your joint or the area of the injury, you should avoid that exercise. Yeah. But if you have some knee problems and you do the leg extension machine, it doesn't really bother it. It's probably okay. You know, maybe not every day, but yeah, that's once what I'm in a while. I think the real issue is if you have um, more like patellofemoral syndrome or, or things going on with your kneecap or the tendons in the front of your knee, then you maybe want to avoid the leg extension machine. But for the most part, it's, it's pretty safe. And um as far as knee braces and KT tapes, all those things are really good, especially, you know, if you, when you first get injured, but your ultimate goal is to um, kind of get rid of those yeah. items. Because unless you're playing sports. They do, yeah. Unless you're playing sports, definitely wear those. But just as a person who's, you know, not in a competitive phase anymore, you can, you know, start out with those in the gym, but you want to work towards not having to use those because, your body will start relying on those and you do want your body to be strong enough to not have to use those supports. Yeah. So, yeah. So moving on up the body, you know, more of the hips, pelvic region, you know, had some clients that a couple of some car accidents, uh, some just degeneration where they had a hip surgery, hip replacement. So most of those things, you know, they can still come and work up upper body, um, and as soon as they've been green lit, usually about six to eight weeks by their therapist or doctor, they can start doing simple movements. And actually those people seem to start on the leg extension leg curl the most because there's nothing wrong with their knees, but they can't really, you know, bend or squat too much because of that. So, you know, same thing. We just put them on bands, floor exercises. Maybe we can do some of the leg extension leg curls to get some, some mass growing. Um, and it's just a, it's just a, uh, you know, the more time you put in and all of a sudden everything heals, you can start doing more exercises. So any, anything more on the hips you've seen within your clients? Yeah, I think hips usually, um, definitely working on balance is good because a lot of times that can be affected if you're having hip pain. Um, if you've, one of my clients actually had um, cancer when she was uh, maybe a decade, a decade ago, she's in her 50s. And she actually had to have her hip bone like removed because it's cancerous. And so she has the muscles from her leg attached to her abdominals, which is like so wild. And she had to go through a process where she had to basically learn how to walk again. But now she's at the point where she can do squats and, and uh, lunges and run and push the sled and all that stuff. But we really focus on, on balance because that's been very hard for her. Yeah. And, and it, and also range of motion and flexibility. So it's really important that with these injuries, you're also stretching 
too. Yeah. Because that could be, you know, affected. But I think a lot of people with hip injuries or that get eventually a partial or a full hip replacement, like they go from experiencing lots of pain to hopefully not having that pain anymore. So it's very freeing. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're in the gym and they can do a lot more stuff than they had, which is awesome. So it's a matter of just kind of retraining those muscles in your legs and your core to help sort of assist in your hip. Yeah. yeah. And I agree with the, the balance for the hip, uh, the couple that I had, you know, we've worked on the BOSU, a couple different balance platforms and, you know, maybe they couldn't really squat at all, but they'd bend their knees just a little bit um, and then upgrade to doing like single leg uh, balancing, but you're not even really squatting. You're just standing there for time, but it's doing so much for them. All the stabilizer muscles around their knees, ankles, mm -hmm. and hips. Um, and one, th one thing to mention too, is a lot of clients will want to, you know, maybe it was the left hip and, you know, they can't do much with it with going down the leg, but they're like, I don't want to give up on my right leg. And you're like, no, 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 no. You, you pretty much need to train to your weakest uh, side because you really don't want to create uh, really far off muscle imbalances. Um, would you say you, you agree with that? I, yeah, I definitely agree. You want to, you want to strengthen the affected side as much as possible. And if you just have yeah. one side that's doing all the work, chances are your it's, form maybe isn't the best. It's just going to totally dominate right. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think with hip pain too, a lot of times it changes the way you walk. So your gait's a little bit altered. Yep. So people also experience lower back pain with that so it's really important to work on core strength because the core is basically your armor to your your spine so it's as strong as your core can be the the less pain that you'll feel in your lower back and with yeah. any injury it's it's not always a site that has the pain sometimes it's it radiates so it could be your knee but you you're having back pain so you kind of want to like strengthen the muscles around the area that's affected and also core strength is so important pretty much for everything so yeah don't forget and, uh, about your core <laughs> exactly and, and moving up the body to your uh you know your lower back and your core you touched on that already they're, they kind of go hand in hand like someone has a, a weak back i already know they're not doing any core work um usually the case and uh just within mm -hmm. like three weeks time they're already telling me how how much better their back feels um yeah and same thing if they have just maybe tight muscles around the back their core is really stretched out, you know, doing exercises to kind of stretch out that lower back, um, you know, relieves the, the core, tightens up the front, and then, you know, then you can overall strengthen everything. Um, and then uh, for kind of lower back, but just going up the body is your spine. That's kind of the problem I'm dealing with right now. And, you know, having to go back to basics with physical therapy and doing all these simple exercises just to strengthen you know, there's not too much movement I can do with like crunches and sit-ups, but you know, you can do stomach vacuums and other exercises like planks, like, you know, everyone thinks, oh, mm -hmm. it's your core sit-ups and, you know, there's a, you can, you can be working on your core standing straight up in all your different exercises right. you do. That's what people don't realize. And that's why half my job watching my clients is just reminding them, all right, you know, 15 reps, we're going to do this weight and then keep your core tight. And a lot of them are like, well, what does that mean? I was like, well, you know, pull that belly button in and flex. You should be able to take a punch to the gut for mm -hmm. me and not, you know, and flex and kind of deflect it. That's what keeping your core tight means. Yeah. And, you know, unless yeah. I keep reminding them, you know, they don't do it. I can kind of see on, you know, at least the bigger guys, I can see their belly popping out a little more than usual. Oh, suck it in, suck it in. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually when I'm watching people train, a lot of times if they're doing an upper body exercise, the tendency is to kind of lock your legs out. And then um, you can see it when you're watching. If someone's legs are locked out and they're just standing, your your back arches and your belly sticks out. So yep. there's no protection for your spine at all. So you yep. want your feet hip-width apart, knees slightly bent, and then pulling your belly button in towards your spine. That way, <laughs> that way you don't cause all these micro traumas to keep happening to your spine over and over again by constantly getting into that poor position. So it's so yep. important to you know, brace your abdominals when you do your exercises. And yeah, and and I think if you are having any spinal issues or back pain, it's especially important to see your doctor or specialist or physical therapist, because you don't want to mess around with that. You've got all your nerves going through there. And it's, you know, your power center that connects your brain to the rest of your body. So exactly, very delicate. And yeah, 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 sometimes you just we're talking more about muscular things. We're assuming someone's already got their x-rays and MRIs and yeah. are cleared by their doctor. You know, obviously that stuff comes first. Yep. Um, yeah. Moving up the rest of the body. I mean, there's hand injuries, wrists, elbows, tennis mm-hmm. elbows, all that kind of stuff. It's usually time or pain management or, you know, physical therapy can help with those. They're not, mm-hmm. you know, people still work through the pains on that, but like, um, and then one, one common thing we see is, you know, rounded shoulders, you know, the, the pet, you know, chest in the front is too tight, you know, the back gets loose. So we have to, you know, correct people's posture, stretch out the, the pectoral muscles. So you kind of recreate that posture. Um, but, it, but the next main real problem I see with a lot of clients over the years is shoulder problems, shoulder, shoulder frozen shoulders, shoulder impingements. And those are, you know, real hard to deal with. And we more kind of rely on physical therapy and, and, uh, Kairos to help fix with that. We just help strengthen it. How many, how many people have you had with those kind of injuries? Oh, so all of a them? Lot <laughs> yeah, I know if you, if you, and I think to all of our clients, I don't know if there's a single one that comes with, to you with a totally clean slate, like, yeah, I'm healthy. Nothing hurts me. I'm I'm ready to go. Everyone's got a little something unless, you know, they're really yeah. young, but everyone's dealing with something so i mean if it comes down to you know just there's labrum tears and those have to be usually with surgery unless you know pt Mm -hmm. recommends let it scar over and they can work with it frozen shoulder same thing there's methods that physical therapists and doctors can use to kind of undo that but sometimes that you know it's a person's choice if they want to do surgery on there or not um i remember just for myself having a random shoulder issue and it, you know, was radiating in the shoulder, but more like at the top of my tricep. And uh, man, I had that for a year and a half. And it was more, more from, uh, you know, benching real heavy. And, you know, when you're benching, you're, you're flexing everything and trying to bend the bar and activate your lats. And then uh, ended up going to physical therapy. And literally in a week and a half, he fixed it. And it was basically... Uh, a pissed off point where the, uh, the latissimus dorsi, uh, attaches up there real close to the tricep. So it kind of makes you think it's your tricep and it's not, it was just real inflamed. And, uh, you know, until you reduce that inflammation and kind of get your muscles back in balance, it wouldn't, you know, wouldn't fix. And, uh, just a week and a half of doing some simple exercises gone for life. So it's like, there's only so much, you know, as us personal trainers or, 
qualified and educated for and you know you can't be you can't do everything that's why we have doctors physical therapists chiros you got to break these uh sections down so we we really over the years have been real good at just finding the our favorite people and uh, you know referring out yeah definitely and uh, you know it's i think with any injury the the protocol usually is to reduce the pain and then once the pain level's gone down you want to work on range of motion once you've got your range of motion, you want to start adding in strengthening exercises and then more advanced strengthening exercises all the way to the point where you're back to full functioning. So that's kind of the protocol. And you kind of have to figure out either myself or with your therapist, if, if ice is better for you, if heat is better for you, and like if you need electrical stimulation and that sort of thing. But all those, all those are great to do for helping injuries. Um, shoulders, especially it's, it's a ball and socket joint. So it is more pro it's not as stable as your knee or because knee just moves, um, flexes and extends. That's it. Your shoulder moves in all directions. So it's more prone to getting injured. And I think we see a lot of our clients as they get older, experience some sort of injury right now, even what my left shoulder is bugging me a little bit. And I know it's because I've been training at 6 a.m. and trying to get in there and get hit it quick and I've been kind of not doing my usual long warm-up where I get my heart rate up with some cardio and I do yep. a bunch of you know band strengthening exercises before I like hop in there with the heavier weights so I'm like oh, I know <laughs> I know what to do but I'm not even following my own advice so I'm backtracking and trying to do the right things now I think little muscles working yeah. I think in a perfect world, if you didn't want any, any of these problems, you would have a perfect diet where you have no inflammation. You would just, just, just do enough movement to strengthen all your smaller muscles and whatever you needed to get around the house and walk in life, play no sports, don't do any workouts, don't, you know, that kind of stuff, but that's a boring life. No one wants to do that. So, you know, for, for some people that like to play golf, you know, that's, so much torque on that spine you see all the injuries from that or you know soccer and football you see all the ankle ankle injuries and mcl acls basketball you see all the achilles problems but i mean there if you you gotta the juice has got to be worth the squeeze so if you know yeah. life's got to be fun and, you know for me it's more bodybuilding and having aesthetics of looking like a bigger guy and that's a grind in the gym of lifting heavier weights i'm gonna pay the price so you know we're not we're not willing to you know, not do something. So that's why we have uh, all these different professions and fields. And, you know, I, I feel yeah. it's like we've created more jobs doing this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you still want to live your life. You don't want to like cut out the things that you enjoy doing just because you are afraid of the sort of repetitive motions causing injury to your body. You still got to get out there and, and do what you enjoy. But there's also steps that you can take to Feel your best while you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't really like to heavy lift so much. I'm not really a bodybuilder. As you can see, yeah. as a gymnast growing up, I like to be, I just like to feel that I'm agile. I'm quick. I'm strong. I'm not the best at any one thing in the gym, but I can, I'm pretty good at all the things in the gym. So yeah, that's kind of my overall goal average, for myself. Average Chrissy. That's what average we're Chrissy. <laughs> No longer killer Chrissy. Not not the best, but pretty okay. <laughs> Slightly above average Chrissy. That's point that. Yeah. I'll never finish last, but I probably won't finish first there we either. Go. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, uh, uh but I, I, gonna... I would say overall, just like with injuries in general, you just want to give yourself time to heal, get sleep. Like sleep is so important. That's when your body recovers and repairs any injuries. So try and get your eight hours of sleep every night, drink lots of water, eat as healthy as you can, because nutrients are going to what are going to help your body heal. There's no yeah. magic medicine that can heal your, you know, stretched out ligament. Like there just isn't. The only thing is rest and new oxygen getting to that area and nutrients from what you eat. So yeah, drink water, sleep, eat well. Mine is uh, ice, back off what you're doing and go back to basics. And, mm-hmm. you know, work, yep. work from smaller muscles back up. You may take a dip in your weights, but it's, it's half the fun is climbing back up to the top again. Exactly. And, you know, doing it the right way. And then uh, just not playing sports anymore. Yeah. That's my only Quite. recommendation. Just watch them. <laughs> just watch them on TV. <laughs> so much more fun in the bars watching them. Yeah. And, yep. and looking yep. like you could play. You don't have to actually have to prove it. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Well, cool. Any other closing comments? That's kind of like some of the main basic ones we've seen over the years, just going from the yeah. feet up to yeah. the head. Just don't let an injury stop you. You can, there's still plenty of things that you can do. And if, if all else fails, you can always work on just eating really healthy because at least you won't gain weight while you're, you know, experiencing pain. So when you heal, you can jump right back in. Yep. And then if something's really just beating you up and it's just time to call it quits, find a new passion and go a different route in fitness. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, I think that's all we got. Thanks to everyone for listening. Um, hit us up on uh, Spotify or Google podcasts, or you can always find us on the Facebook group over 40 fitness hacks. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Chrissy. Cool. Thank you.